0: Coming up on TMS, my ears are a foot apart. The call is coming from inside the hearse. It came in a flesh box. Backyard men, all right. BBQ and on. Dirty diseased Denverites. Limp early day. Daryl was Skeletor the whole time. I knew it. How many condoms can you fit in a pumpkin? Blockbuster multiverse theory. Playing the brass tacks with Bill and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Woke up this morning. Got some gabagoo Then I woke up the next day and got some
1: gabagoo Hi, I'm Rue McClanahan and I'm just about to host this video on the loving care of your cat. The Morning Stream
2: The Morning Stream 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 The Morning
0: Stream, the morning stream. The morning stream. If God was a villain he would have been me. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for October 25th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. It's uh, not Brian Ibbitt. He's homesick. home sick. He's ill today. And so Bobby Frankenberger is currently occupying his seat. Bobby, hello. Welcome back.
2: Woke up this morning. <laughs> You know what's guys. funny about that is um is, is uh, every time every time I watch anything on HBO, and yeah. uh, I that was the very first HBO series I ever watched was The Sopranos. Oh wow. And so every time I watch anything on HBO, we'll be watching Last Week Tonight or anything, and it plays that HBO like whoa oh, and I, I immediately
0: yeah. as
2: soon as it's done, I start singing that song. The Gabagoose and my thing, wife yeah. Hates it, but um, <laughs> but every time we could be watching anything,
0: and it's so. yeah, it's a uh, pretty iconic. I think that I'm trying to think of the first, the first full series, like top to bottom, I saw on HBO. I think it probably was Sopranos as well. Now that I think about it, it was it,
2: also my first Netflix series.
0: Oh, that was on Netflix for a while. I didn't know that.
2: Well, no, well, it was back when
0: you got the the DVDs
2: in the mail. Oh got it and we paid for because you had to pay extra for getting more than one DVD uh, and so we paid for the extra to get two DVDs so that because you know you would get the DVD in the mail yeah and you'd watch it yeah. and then you'd send it back whenever you were done mm-hmm. and then they'd send you the next thing on your list right 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 so we got the two so that we could uh, so that we could stagger it so that there would be we could truly binge it and not have to wait yeah right yeah so that we'd watch one dvd send it back while we were watching the next one um they'd be sending us the 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 following one in the mail and we just go back and forth like that
0: you know there's an alternate timeline and you're a science podcaster so this will this will land well for you there's an maybe not there's no science for proves alternate <laughs> timeline timelines but there's an alternate timeline where blockbuster wasn't stupid and uh saw the Netflix style thing the the rental via mail thing coming and got on top of it and owned it and there was no Netflix or Netflix was kind of an also ran or you know kind of a red box sort of yeah, yeah. thing and we are now you know looking at massive series uh, original series on the blockbuster streaming the blockbuster network (laughs) yeah which is huge bigger than all of them uh big multinational thing with you know uh the action and and animation and and television and comedy and all the big stars and whatnot and winning oscars and, and all this business i i always think about this like had they just had a little forethought yeah, it was there because they did try to do what Netflix did, but
2: way, way too, too late,
0: late. <laughs> way too late. Yeah, they it came was late.
2: very obvious that they were like, uh, uh, "Okay, um, we're uh, maybe we should try this. Maybe mm-hmm. we don't have any other ideas." <laughs>
0: yeah, and it was okay. It was okay as a service. It's just it was just too little, too late. The name, you know, yeah. the name Netflix had become synonymous with the service. And so, if I were them, if I would have been them, what I would have done is then had a little more thorth- forethought and said. All right, well let's get ahead of wherever the Netflix thing is that we missed the boat on, and that's streaming. And just have somebody there who knew who understood it. They just never had that. It just in yeah. their days where it bums me out. And I don't even know why. I don't care that much about Blockbuster. I just I I'm interested in how that would have played out, I guess. Yeah. Something
2: went if something went wrong and they were fumbling or doing something because it's not that they the reason they failed couldn't have been because it was just another streaming service, right? Because we have tons of them now. Right. Clearly, right. People don't don't just need one. <laughs> right. Um. It's they had to have do something. They needed to get like make deals and have exclusives or something like that. Well, you got to remember. Something. Okay,
0: so from a historical standpoint, when Netflix shifted to streaming, it was laughed at. They were teased. Uh, it was kind of bad in the beginning. They had really crappy selection it was a really kind of limp early day for that mm. service and no one else was doing it because they all thought it was a folly and because that's like, what the i got to watch this show on my computer that's the mistake people made they they, yeah. they they couldn't see past it and i and i'm not saying reed hastings is a genius but they could see at least i think they thought they could see past it and they were willing to just push forward and go for it Whereas Blockbuster's is like, nah, we're staying with what, hey, people want to walk in and browse these shelves. That's what they want. It's like, no, they don't. That shit's well, going the, away. It,
2: it seems like they were just not looking at the service right now. They weren't looking at what the deliverable is. They were looking at what they were building, the technology they were building. That's right. Um, and so they, they, were, they were, I think that's probably a big thing. They were like, well, we're going to keep going because, yeah, maybe people think it's weird to stream movies and tv onto your computer and sit in your uncomfortable computer chair and watch your your tv show but if we get this tech the streaming thing figured out we can stream to anything
0: tvs and Uh, devices and you know they just for it's just they're just staying
2: ahead of of that whole thing it
0: it fascinates me so when people make fun of them for having a, a mobile game service or having uh investing in cloud gaming or any of that And they and they tease Netflix for it. I always go, I don't know if I'd be teasing them exactly. Like they they kind of see some. They read the tea leaves. They're not always right, right. But they might be. So maybe don't scoff at it. Instead, maybe get ready to do your own thing instead of being blockbusters of the current day. I don't know. This has been uh, your edition of Tech Morning Stream TMS. We hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, taking a little card out of Tom's deck, I guess today. Anyway, hey, uh, I got some stuff today I want to talk about before we get going. And uh, glad, uh, by the way, to have you here. Did I already say that? Yeah, it's good to have Bobby here. Thanks for stepping in.
2: I, I can't hear it enough, so you can say it as me. I think
0: times. I've said it like four times today. I think, I'll, uh, and I'll probably do it. I two feel
2: more. very welcome. It's it's
0: nice. Well, and and Brian, we wish him nothing but the fastest and most. Uh, successful recovery from whatever flu bug one of you Denver dirty greasy Denver tadpoolers gave him when you were all hanging out the other day. One of you breathed on him wrong, and now he's got the got the bug. Bug Central, man. I don't know what yeah. he has. We don't know yet. And it, uh, he's in worth the chat. it.
2: I bet. I bet Brian thinks it's totally worth it to see all of those great listeners.
0: Worth every cough, every sneeze. Every headache. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he took the COVID. Hopefully, it's not COVID two because he just had that. I don't want that. Again. I don't want that for him again. Don't have there's COVID. the
2: again. new COVID going around.
0: Shut but. up, really.
2: It's it's a new variant. It's like BQ one is what they're calling it. You know, we had BA five and BA two. <sighs> Do they have to put a BQ Q in one? there?
0: They had to put a Q in. Could they have not done I a different letter? We got twenty six of them. Or I just,
2: wondered. We skipped BK. That would have been a great one.
0: Yeah, the Burger King virus. Yeah. Get get yours today. It comes with a toy and everything. But seriously though, like if you're gonna give it an and listen, if you're listening at home, you know why I'm saying this. Don't put Q in things. Because now someone's gonna have a like a fun day of going, Oh, you know what this means? The conspiracy deepens. The deep state, the br- br- br. it's gonna get it's gonna yeah. get stupid if that if this becomes a dominant variant that starts be Q anon. <laughs> no. <laughs> be not <laughs> be not QAnon is my statement i'd like to make all right yeah. <clears throat> let's get to uh, this thing here i got a text here i want to play my read this is from uh, an anonymous listener and this is a follow-up on some star wars talk that brian and i had it says cotton ryan is there any uh, star wars series you would watch that takes place outside of any of the star wars one through nine timelines and i got to thinking about this uh that's all we have right nothing doesn't at least fit one of the 1 through 9 eras in movies I mean and television so we don't have I know we have the high what's what's the high era or the high the high empire okay. high republic high republic, high republic. <laughs> we got a show coming for that I think um at some point yes but um but also
2: uh does do you consider the obi-wan series to be outside of the one through nine timeline no because it's right before it
0: well it uh well Oh no
2: no no! no. it doesn't because it's right in the middle it's It's in between
0: so it's still part of that that's thing we don't have anything that's prior to uh to phantom menace and we don't have anything post uh last jedi or whatever the last one was it called the replacement jedi or hey we're all jedi here what is it what was it called what was the last Unforgettable <laughs> the last, film? The last Jedi? The last Jedi, thanks. <laughs> the Unforgettable Jedi.
2: The Unforgettable Final Jedi.
0: Yeah, that's the one. That's a bad movie. Anyway, um, we don't have anything past that. So personally, as much oh, as it's like The
2: Rise of Skywalker,
0: I'm sorry. Oh, is it Rise of Skywalker? don't The honestly, those three names, the the last three movies, completely are all conflated. I don't have any I I don't have any compass on that at all. Yeah. And I apologize to everybody who thinks that's a bad thing, but I those three movies are really throwaway for me. But anyway, the point is uh, nothing past that either. So yeah. there's an opportunity here, and maybe it's with the High Republic, maybe it's with something else, but, um, but even the best of the stuff, like right now I would argue Andor is maybe the most in-depth thing they've done, like the most um, dramatically challenging and like, you know... Uh, i don't know off the off the beaten path or kind of off the safety net that they usually stay in with star wars content and uh, i really respect it for that but it's still in that time frame uh, and a yeah. very important part of that time frame so yeah i would like more is the answer i can see i can see post uh
2: star wars one through nine more easily than prior right because like the one through nine that's the reason that's a story is because that's when that's when the troubles began, right? Like, yeah. Um, that's when uh, Palpatine was making his his rise to power. That's when the 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 Skywalkers were a thing. You know, that's when it all went down yeah. and, and started. But um, what do we know about before that? Was there like a a period of time between the Darth Revan, period, and and the, the 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 series, the one through nine, was that all like a quiet time for
0: for the galaxy? Good question. I know there's a lot of books and stuff, but since none of that is canon anymore, um, and they can still choose from it if they want to or pull from it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would love old Republic story stuff. It doesn't have to. Yeah, that's
2: just... that's all really cool stuff. I love that because there's so much. Like, there's so many, you know. There's so many lightsabers.
0: Oh, everywhere. yeah. Dude. Lightsabers <laughs> you know? everywhere. I yeah. mean, I and I realize like the games, which is what most people associate with that, you know, there's a story there. And you mentioned mm-hmm. Revan and all that. But I would love it if they would just like, I don't know, just give me something brand new and don't be afraid yeah. to do it. Andor is in the timeline, but is the closest they've come to doing something new and surprising me with it. And it doesn't mean I don't like the other stuff. I love Mandalorian and I can't wait for season right. three. It's not that. It's just, you know, l- just pull out a little bit and go, you know what? We don't have to be so careful with this stuff. Like, go a little nuts. And I I don't even know what I mean when I say that. So it's not even really fair. It's not even really a criticism. It's just I'd like to see more, more like Andor, but give me a timeline that I don't already know about.
2: Yeah. I think these series have shown us that the, that George Lucas did create a very compelling world Yeah, that everybody likes and that there's lots of room to tell stories in. So let's do
0: more. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll walk up to those guys and go, uh, look, I know, uh, you paid me 4 billion for this and, uh, I really appreciate it, but I got an idea or two. You, uh, you open to my ideas and then they'll say sure George looking good in that uh, sweet uh, turtleneck what do you have for us and he'll say well my idea is that uh, Willow and uh, Howard the Duck meet up in on Tatooine like I think it's dangerous because I don't think he's got good ideas anymore so don't listen to him is what I'm saying
2: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: really what I was hoping for there was just an opportunity to do my George Lucas impression and and it, and it happened uh, yeah. Thank, thank we, you. We all saw texter. right through
2: that, but we we liked it anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you all knew what was going on the whole time. Uh, anonymous uh, texter, thank you for that. If you'd like to send in your own anonymous or non I don't care. Have your name on them. Numus. Uh, <laughs> numus, uh Put your names on there, uh, but it's fine with me. Anyway, that number is 801 You can text anytime uh, for this or any other show on the Frog Pants Network, and we'll read your texts on the air. Uh also I need your help today. I got a voicemail for the show that I don't know what it means. And okay. it might even be somebody in the chat who made this sound. Uh let's figure it out. Okay, I'm gonna play this for you. Uh what is this voicemail? Ow. What do you think that what do you think that is? <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> I don't know who that is or what the deal it sounds is. Sounds kind of like TV's Travis. Okay, all right. So let's let's now I've got TV's Travis in my head. Let me see if I hear Travis. Ow. Is he saying ow? ow. I heard hell. <laughs> chat chat room there's a similarity to this. Oh Jesus. But it's not quite the same. Ow. I don't know who that is. Not TV's me, Travis is in guys. the chat it says, says it's Travis. not his. Okay. I hear Yanni. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Laurel clearly yeah Laurel come on
0: <laughs> I heard green needle I know what's wrong with you guys um, oh, well, um, it's definitely not me. Someone says it sounds like me it's not me. Oh I have no idea or what they're trying to say and why would you just call and leave that if oh you know what I know what this is. Okay, so Mondays and Wednesdays we do the tadpoolie feud stuff right the the game show Brian runs. yeah um, when people try to call in to be the live caller, if I don't choose them, either they waited too long and it rings through, or I've already picked someone and someone calls behind them. They go to voicemail. Yeah. That's probably so. It these... is
2: someone saying hell.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> probably them. Be... it's their consternation. Yeah, it's them going. Oh man. Be courteous. Whoops. They're like. Hell. They're like. I'm
2: in this time. Yeah, I'm yeah. in this time. I'm gonna make it. And then it went to voicemail. And they're like, oh hell! Yeah,
0: oh hell! Hell! He's saying
2: hell. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, whoever that is, I'm sure you're hearing yourself now and going, oops, uh, I would love to know who you are. I think that's awesome. And uh, don't feel bad. You can always leave a voicemail there uh, if you like. It's fine. We don't always play them on the show, but occasionally I get weird shit like that and I have to play it. All right. Finally, this morning, uh, I'm going to read an email. Yeah, that's right. An email. Send and receive email. This is from B. Who wrote into the morning Stream at gmail.com and says, You guys have done support before, right? Even a little. What you're doing is calling an unsupported configuration. I think this is referring to um smoke alarms. Smoke alarms, correct. So this is about like the chirping smoke alarms. Uh, you were
2: you you and Brian were talking about this, and and the suggestion you made, Scott, was why do they make it such a very very difficult to tolerate sound. Yeah. Why good. don't they make it something more pleasant? That's or, what
0: this is in response or to. Or not even more pleasant, more... My problem isn't so much the unpleasantness, just for the record here. My problem is it's impossible to locate because right, a, right. Well, you're so well, brief. Well,
2: read the email because I think that's a good response
0: okay. to the email. Okay, fair so, enough. So. He says, you guys have done support before, right? Even a little. What you're doing is called unsupported configuration, i.e. you are shooting yourself in the foot so stop complaining that it hurts <laughs> ow bang ow bang <laughs> right like bart does with the electrical uh, cupcake or whatever it was in that right, episode right, right. he says replace your smoke alarms or batteries long before they go dead or chirp warnings that's Nobody the only does that He's... yeah right <laughs> he says that's the only supported <laughs> configuration and everything else is designed to be as painful as necessary I I do agree with that. Uh, You got to know what if a calm, soothing voice whispers to you lovingly lovingly about how your battery is. You're never going to replace them. Love, B. Well, B. Praise B.
2: So I I do think that in a perfect world, you're right. In a perfect world, I will know when the battery is going to die. I yeah. will put the battery in, yeah. I will set some sort of an alarm or a, a Google Calendar event mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for a week before it's going to die, and then I'll yeah. do it. But even if I did know how long that battery was going to last, I guarantee you the date, because I do this with my air filters in the house. Yeah. It, they need to. I needed to replace those a month ago, yeah. and they're still needing to be replaced. I have the date, and I say, oh, okay, I'll do that tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm busy today.
2: I'm doing something else right now. I'll do that tomorrow, and I will continue. And then the chirp will happen.
0: Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Or in the case of the filters, you're gonna just be like, why is why is it still cold and there's no heat? Oh, because the filters is thick as a freaking you know brick. We got. Well, what
2: happens here is that the season changes, and then the air conditioner breaks because (laughs) because there's a brick in the in the. In the
0: return, the return. okay. Here's an idea. I've got this solved. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with the emailer, and I'm gonna agree with your what you said as well. I think all of this stuff that we've said is true around this, including yeah. my irritation with the chirp. So here's what you do: if the things are supposed to go dead in ten months, let's say at month eight, let's have pretty lights or something instead. Something that I'll just yeah. notice while I'm in the room. Like, oh, right. I've got like two months before it starts chirping at me. And then right. just give me that little window of like, you know what? We need to, we probably should do those early. Like at least, that's all I'm asking. Instead, you got time bombs. They're basically time bombs that you yeah. you think it's 10 months. But what if you got a, a nine volt battery that's just not up to snuff? You know, somebody at the factory just farted one out and it's not great. <laughs> you put that one up in there and that lasts three months. How are you even supposed to know until the and you don't even know what room it's in. Like, I'm telling yeah. you there's better ways still on top of this very reasonable, logical email. I'm saying there's still ways to improve things is what I'm saying.
2: And I ag- I agree also with the, the emailer that that I just disagreed that that it would work to try to do it ahead of time. I agree that y- you need it to be annoying because that's how you, you get it changed. And it's a safety thing. You're, yeah. you're trying to make sure your house doesn't completely burned down um right but your problem on that episode was not so much that it's annoying and painful your problem was that they seem to have configured the tone exactly to the point where it's it's acoustically impossible to locate which fire alarm it is
0: yeah because it throws (laughs) itself like throwing a voice when people can do that it throws itself like yelling in a canyon. That second echo, you can't tell... where. Where is that? It's way over there, is it? I don't know. We have to wait for the next one. Okay, how long does that take? I don't know. It feels like 20 minutes, but it's probably like yep. one. Oh, beep! There it is. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Was it that way? <laughs> See, I'm telling right. you, there's a better way. There is a better way. Because what happens
2: in our house is it happens in the middle of the night, because it always is in the middle of the night somehow. Um... And so we I get up in the middle of the night and I get out like a wobbly computer chair underneath each one <laughs> one at a time. Yeah. And I stand underneath <laughs> it. I'm half asleep and about to fall off of this thing. I stand underneath it and wait. Yep. And I think and it takes so long between chirps. And so it's like beep. And yeah. oh, it wasn't that one. Yeah, and if you if you want to a, one, if it, you want a <laughs> good
0: example of a boiling pot never boil or a watch pot never boils, that whole thing. A watched alarm never beeps. And it does, but it doesn't beep as quick as you think it's going to beep. So you think you're standing there in your socks on a wobbly chair for 25 freaking minutes, when really it's been like a minute.
2: If it would just do it like every five
0: seconds, that would also be better. Same noise. Or just go, and then I'll find it, and it's loud, and it won't make me sleep, and it's not whispering sweet, uh, nothing's in my ear. I'm telling you, look, email her, B- I love you as well. He said love be at the end, and I love you. I do. I love you. But I think there's a better way. I do. I think so there is.
2: BioCow says that, you was reading about this, and that it has to do with the length of the sound waves. Human ears are about 12 inches apart. Ideal for identifying the dura- duration of mid-tone sounds. So Wait, are you my supposed ears are to a be able apart? to
0: identify it more easily? Because it doesn't work. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. But I, and this, I'm, I understand the thinking. Also, I... Are are my ears really a foot apart? That doesn't sound right. Is that true? Hold I've on. I've got
2: a ruler here. Hold on.
0: I mean, I have a big head, so this is might be true. Uh, thought I had a ruler. I don't have anything either. I thought I did too. I have this cool yeah. uh, controller the people at Scorn sent me. Look at this, dude. you like this. Look at this controller. What do you think of this? Oh, yeah. It came in. A, it came in a flesh box back there. You can't see it, but. Um, scorn is this new video game it's on it's on uh scorn is on game pass so you can actually check it out pretty easily but it's uh and steam and other stuff but basically it's really it's a very gross kind of body horror game it reminds me of if uh uh geiger uh who else who did books of blood clive barker and um oh besides hr geiger who am i thinking of third one um oh uh, yeah, no uh, the guy who made Existens and uh, all the body horror movies I uh, can't think of his name The Fly and stuff anyway that guy if those three guys got together and pushed a baby out of their collective vaginas this would be this would be the, control, the game they would make and the controller they would make work with it this is hard to see in focus but there it is isn't that cool just showed up in the mail Anyway, that's that not what like, I was. That wasn't the point. We were trying to measure our heads. Twelve inches, yeah, I believe it.
2: I've got. I think it's about my. I'm holding this six inch ruler, and it goes a little past the middle of my forehead from the ear,
0: and so okay. twelve inches about right. This is news Maybe to me. 10. I don't know why I thought. I, I would have said eight inches. Is that is what I would have said? <laughs> For whatever well, reason, eight inches sounded right to me, and uh, giving yourself a pretty generous eight inches. Yeah, I guess that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to, uh, oh, so yeah, anyway, if you guys have your own thoughts or feelings on this thing, the morning stream at gmail.com, or you can text your follow-ups even right now and do it in real time. If you want, I'll check them as the show goes on. You can do it at 801-471-0462. It is now time for the news. It's the news and it's brought to you by Skeletor, who was in my dream last night. Uh, this is a weird one, all right, so are you sitting, Bobby? You're sitting right? I am okay. Yes. for those of you who remember Daryl Skiels on the show, used to do a bunch of Star yep. Trek stuff with us, and then he just sort of bailed. <laughs> Evaporated. Evaporated. Just, I had other stuff come up or whatever. Um. Anyway, we're we're still. Uh, there, there was never any dark he, business.
2: He, he became the uh what is it? The the wanderer. What is that? What did the Wesley? Oh, the wanderer. It? The
0: no, the traveler, yeah, the, wand- the traveler. The
2: traveler. Traveler. That's what Daryl did.
0: He but, became the traveler. Yeah, the guy with the weird nose. Uh, not that Daryl has a weird nose, but the guy in the that Star Trek episode did. But anyway, Daryl, uh, who we're still quite fond of and friends with and all that, there's nothing weird there, uh, just disappeared and didn't come around anymore. So this seems a little bit weird since I don't deal with him on a, on the weekly or the daily anymore that he would be in the stream. And this is how he how he ended up in my dream. In the dream, I'm chasing Skeletor. I'm not He-Man, though, in this dream, but I'm chasing Skeletor. I'm just myself. But he had to be stopped. You know, he's up to no good. He's causing causing all sorts of shit. Um, you know, saying one-liners and then running off that kind of thing. So I was after Skeletor, <laughs> just trying to track him down, and I finally did. And at the end of the dream, right before I broke, up, I broke up, woke up. Maybe it was the ramen that did this. I don't know. Uh, the tin. Oh, I didn't say it on the show. It was pre-show. I had some weird ramen, everybody, and it made me weird. Anyway, we pull his skull mask off, which I don't even mm. think is a thing. I think he's supposed to be a skull, right? In the cartoon, but in but in this version, it was like a, a, a covering. So we pull that thing sure. off, and underneath that is Daryl Skills. Oh just, my gosh, just looking at me. Yeah, he didn't say anything though. But if he could say something, let's pick something that he might have said. Let's see. 1930s? Um, 1930s. <laughs> Hold on. Why can't I find anything? <laughs> With Daryl's name, okay, there we go. How about this? Um, he uh, let's see, we could do 1930. nineteen thirty, nineteen
1: thirty, nineteen
0: thirty. It could have been this.
1: Blasters and guns say pew pew, but phasers say zert zert. See,
0: that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been good.
2: Yeah, because he's giving you a little, a little, a little nugget of a fact, fun fact.
0: Yeah, or <laughs> that's this, what
2: you want when you take off Skeletor's mask. It's this fun could, fact.
0: it could have been this nightmare scenario here
2: i can both and talk at the same time yeah
0: oh lord
2: oh my god that's more of a villainous thing right? that is so.
0: very villainous that seems like something <laughs> skeletor would do anyway yeah very weird dream and i hope i never have it again let's move on to this news story here uh all right so you know cops are always trying to find the drugs that's their deal you know they want the yeah, drugs taking pictures of it
2: yeah, while they, they're standing in
0: behind it yeah that way the news has something they can show as a little b-roll while they're talking about the drugs that were that were uh, confiscated is the word you would normally use yeah. well <clears throat> officers found 402,000 dollars it's a weird weirdly specific number of liquid meth which i didn't know was a thing i thought uh, i mean maybe breaking bad is just too Prominent in my head, but I didn't know you could do a liquid version of methamphetamine. Makes sense, though, right? You're a scientist. You know, you're a science podcaster. Would you? Well, anything can be a liquid. <laughs> is that true? Anything? If you heat it up enough, <laughs> it that's turns, true. It
2: can turn into a liquid.
0: I'll tell you what. Bad ram. Solid, can,
2: liquid, gas.
0: Yeah, that's true. All right. So,
2: and it's a crystal. So meth is is a crystal. So it, it could. Yeah. It starts as a liquid,
0: and then you. Oh, and then you crystallize cool it. it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because they put the but the blue uh, baking pans or whatever in Breaking Bad, so it starts as yep. liquid. Then they harden it and it turns into that candy looking blue stuff.
2: It's one giant sheet, and then they they bust it up.
0: Right, right, right. Uh, for the record, I've never I've never partaken in any sort of methamphetamine. I have no idea what it's like. No idea. So I come to this as a complete <laughs> meth virgin. Okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. Uh, anyway, officers with uh, oh. I missed the important part. This is all liquid meth hidden inside condom-filled pumpkins. Ooh, spooky Halloween story. Ooh, condom-filled pumpkins. Yeah, so, so a not pumpkin. just in
2: the pumpkins or just in the condoms, but they put it in the condoms and then in the pumpkins. Then in the pumpkins. Okay, That's okay. where you
0: hide them. See, uh, officers with U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the CBP rather, seized forty-four pounds of liquid meth that was hidden inside condoms packaged with pumpkins um let's see this is on tuesday officers last tuesday uh with the c p uh, bp I keep saying pb for some reason uh the office of field operations at the eagle pass fort entry encountered a 2012 ford escape i don't know why the year and the, the make <laughs> matter i don't get that but whatever uh, arrived from mexico uh the in vehicle case you wanted
2: to, to build a model of the scene <laughs> is that like a little diorama
0: i like that yeah <laughs> vehicle was uh, referred for a second inspections. Officers recovered or discovered 44 pounds of alleged liquid methamphetamine inside 136 condoms that were packaged inside four pumpkins. The drugs and vehicles were seized. Uh, seized? Sieged? They weren't sieged. There was no sieging. Seized, and the driver and passenger of the vehicle were turned over to the Maverick County Sheriff's Office. Maverick. <laughs> that was terrible whistle um let's see our frontline cbc bp officers have seen just about everything and this tuesday was no exception as they encountered this liquid meth hidden within pumpkins says acting port director elizabeth garon sorry garduno uh ego passport entry uh said in the release they utilized their training experience interviewing skills and uncovered a rather novel narcotic smuggling method in the process
2: interviewing skills <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah you know you gotta gotta say all right is this your first um you know, meth, uh, they, border meth? I wonder
2: how they'd do on America's Next Top Podcaster.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'd probably... Well, it depends if they flame out like some people did last year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, 136 condoms, 4 pumpkins. That's 34 meth-filled condoms per pumpkin. How many condoms do you think you could fit into a pumpkin?
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, in one pumpkin? But with that, but but with meth in the things or just loose condoms? <laughs>
2: well, I'm sure you could put a lot more than like packaged condoms, a lot more than 34 in a place Yeah, that's
0: true. You could probably pack thousands in there if you did it yeah. right. Um, I don't know if they're full of stuff like this. And it doesn't say what the capacity of the balloons are. Because I've filled some water balloons before. You can get them pretty big, pretty plump. But you wouldn't yeah, want to go too big. What size
2: condoms are we talking about here?
0: Well, we got- magnums. Let's say magnums. Okay. Or whatever they're called. I don't know what they call them. The one's for the big boys, you know. <laughs> uh, I, f- I feel like some people buy those just so they can say that's what they buy, but they don't actually need them that big. You know what I'm saying? I could, yeah. be-, I could be wrong. but
2: it's It's like, you know, you know how, like, women's sizes go down to zero?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like the other way around for for condoms, yeah nobody they, wants to admit just, oh
0: i need the little tight ones you have those
2: they named them there's no small condoms <laughs> they're just like they start at large
0: yeah as the old saying <laughs> goes they go there are no there are no small
2: and enormous, <laughs> yeah, I'll, enormous. I'll, have a, I'll have a pack of the enormous condoms <laughs> yeah i'd like the biggest you got in there
0: yeah nobody asks for small ones the old phrase is there are no small condoms only small men
2: is, that's the phrase, huh? Uh, that's, the old,
0: that's the old term, you know? That's the old saying. Yeah, right? I feel like it needs to be revived a little here in 2022. Anyway, uh, the meth was worth an estimated $402,196.
2: How do they get that number? Like, I don't where, know. Is there like a website you can go to to get the, what's the running rate of meth on the street like do they ask people
0: maybe the cbp has some expert who does like this exact thing like they weigh it and then they go all right street value is currently this they they do the
2: but that's what i want to know how do they know the street value
0: uh, oh probably just like you said they probably find out from just other i don't know like other arrests or knowing what the drug markets i don't know how you do that
2: just the last time they heard meth being sold i guess
0: yeah also when you price so what do you do with these though? okay someone takes delivery of all the pumpkins they're loaded with condoms that are loaded with with meth liquid now what you know do they take them and then and now they're fine are they the final mile are they the ones that go all right get out the sheet the cookie sheets we're going to make the blue meth like you know like uh like they do That's on breaking point. bad or do they take these things and inject them is it an injectable drug even can I snort some liquid? Is that a, that's probably bad. I see. i don't, I'm not. I, uh, I know nothing.
2: Much like you, I know. I don't know. A my entire knowledge of meth is is all Breaking Bad.
0: <laughs> I don't. I think that's probably true for a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of middle, a lot of middle class white guys. Is my guess. Is we yeah. just don't know. How do we
2: know? My wife, I think, knows a little bit more. She she's a pharmacist, and they they had like some sort of. A DEA person or something come in and, and show how meth was made they just left one of the steps out mm. <laughs> which I still to this day don't know why like as a pharmacist how is that benefiting you
0: yeah I don't know how that helps that's weird yeah well okay chat someone in the chat says you smoke it but you don't smoke it in liquid form I guess you could put it in vape pens or something and then that oh, would maybe, yeah. but doesn't that have to be like an oil? I don't know. I don't understand these things.
2: I don't know how vape works either.
0: Well, vape <laughs> is like a their elect, they're, they're the little e pen, and they have a. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I started this as if I knew, and now I'm gonna stop because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, well, let me tell you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Also, I would have thought. I don't know. I think it has to be in a thicker, almost solid form in a pen to then be vaporized, or maybe that's not true. Can you shake a? It's so probably pen and,
2: easier to turn a liquid into a vapor.
0: Oh, since see, that's
2: what a vapor is.
0: Science again, man. The <laughs> yeah. science. I don't know what to do with it all. Well, anyway, good luck to them, and I hope whoever got the pumpkins, or whoever was going to get those pumpkins, isn't disappointed that they were full of meth. They probably threw those away, right? What would you, think, you
2: be disappointed?
0: I mean, what would you do? Okay. You're border patrol. You just received all this. The drugs obviously have to be taken into custody. Yeah. You know, you 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 confiscate the drugs, take them out of circulation. What do you do with the pumpkins? Do you throw them? Do you I assume the pumpkins
2: have to have to they're part of evidence as well, right?
0: Oh, is that true? See, then now you got a real problem because now you're stacking some. A holding cell or not holding cell whatever the evidence room or whatever with a bunch of pumpkins that's a nightmare and those aren't gonna last everybody who puts
2: a pumpkin on their front porch knows that those rot pretty quick
0: yeah you want a stinky nightmare in your life have an old pumpkin around do that or a meth user either one (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right moving on hey I don't know if you heard about this I know everybody else and their dog did Uh, oh no I don't want to skip this one never mind here's a different story I'm doing this one Police got a spooky 911 call from an empty funeral home. Ooh. Ooh. It's not unusual for police to dispatch uh, or for their dispatchers to answer 911 calls only to have the caller hang up. It happens in Pueblo earlier this month. So it's a Colorado uh, story, Brian, if you're there listening. Uh, let's see. What happened next may strike some as a little spooky on August 11th. I don't know why we're hearing about it now. Uh, well, because it's Halloween. Pueblo Police Department Communications Center got a call. They referred to as an abandoned nine one one call at three twenty eight a m. And it sounded a little bit like, hold on, this. Oh, just kidding. That's ours. <laughs> I I kid. I joke. Uh, but I, I do have a link to the actual call. We're going to see if we can play it. Uh, let's see here. We may have to listen to some stupid news first. Okay, here we go. Let's see what we get out of this. Okay, why is it not running? Is it because I have an ad blocker? Probably. Okay, how about we just... Okay, let's change the... Okay, great, CBS News. You've ruined my day, and I can't... Damn it. Okay, let me turn off shields for this page. (laughs) Fine. If they subject me to an ad, I'm going to be so mad. Ah, it doesn't work. Gosh dang it. The whole fun of this story is to play the
2: call. The build-up... And the letdown. Oh, I know. Oh,
0: here it is. Okay, I got an audio version. Okay. Let me let me crank this up so we have some volume. All right, here we go. This is Erica. I you? Hello? Oh. Hello? There's a... They're oh,
2: whispering. Yeah. Um... Hello. I like it. Um.
0: Can you hear him? Going too few yeah.
2: Maybe that's people in the dispatch center. Though. It could be. Or is it's more it? More fun to imagine that it's.
0: It could be a whispering ghost. at
2: the cemetery.
0: See, right now I'm a little freaked out. I'm looking around my studio. It's a little dark in here. I'm a little freaked out. Not really.
2: So. <laughs> so is the is
0: the
2: so is a cemetery, a funeral home,
0: mortuary. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mortuary. Yeah. <laughs> so so I guess the creepy thing is that it happened at night mm-hmm. and that no one was there. Correct. It's not it's not that the funeral home <laughs> was abandoned and then <laughs> Right. It's
0: not like we know that old Farmer Jones uh, murdered someone there, and now it's all... You know, we don't have any of that. We just know... It's probably... Like they said in the chat, they said somebody probably Um, butt-dialed. But why would it be the number of the mortuary, though? That's not a butt... Unless they're using just cell phones for their phones. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is I'm playing Mortuary Simulator. uh, Or no, Mortuary (laughs) Assistant. And that game is scary as hell. And now I got to... Now I got to... I have to question whether I'm playing more of that or oh,
2: not. Oh, is that one of those like game that, that game that mixes like horror and chorecore together? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a story yeah. and you're supposed to be doing chorecore at the same time, which I'm used to. I like doing that. Like here, I'll give you a taste of this. I did a little bit of this the other day and I only I recorded seven minutes of it. I mean I s uh, tw seven. no, maybe this will be fine. Okay, hold on. No. Person. Rebecca, oh shit. Great. Perfect timing. <laughs> okay, what do you look? What? Why is your dr- wallpaper? St- anyway, it's a great video. You should go watch it. It's on YouTube. And you, if you okay. want to see why that game shouldn't be allowed to be in people's hands, you can check it out for yourself. It's also supremely frustrating. Like the the actual chore car part of it is f- hard and frustrating, and I think yeah. that it's on purpose. I think they did that to make it because most of these games they try to gamify things like flipping houses or. Uh, power washing a car or whatever the chore core is they gamify it in such a way that it's actually fun and kind of addicting and all of that the the actual chore core in this game is hair-pullingly frustrating
2: i bet you it is on purpose because they want you to to focus on like oh i gotta get i gotta figure this out and so you're really focused on getting the 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 task done Mm -hmm. and then and then then they can jump in with the jump scares
0: yeah it's really i mean i that's why i put a seven and a half minute super cut up and not the whole video because that was two hours of me fiddling with the freaking me- mechanics of the damn game and then intermittently something terrible would happen like a corpse would sit up and go hello or you know whatever they did <laughs> that a,
2: doesn't sound scary at all
0: <laughs> it's a weird game dude hello Yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> I'm, i'll be your guide um, all right, so there's that, and then uh, now finally this story. Uh, BTS, you know, you're, you're familiar with the, the the K-pop band BTS. Do do we know what BTS stands for? Yeah, it's for uh, buttered toast starving. I think better
2: than better than Cesra.
0: Be, be, <laughs> better tan, Saul. No, that's not it. Beat Terry. Scrimshaw. I have no idea what it stands for. I'm sure it means oh big taco sizzle. No, what does the chat say? <laughs> Behind the scenes blind torture sizzle. No. Better than Spice Girls. Eh. But That's taco salsa. <laughs> I don't like that one at all. Anyway, whatever it stands for, they are now going to be serving in the South Korean military and regroup uh as a band in 2025. Uh oh. the, B- the BTS army, which is a significant Formidable bunch of human beings who, yeah, really well, they do
2: already have a military experience. Yeah,
0: exactly, right. Uh, yeah. So they'll be fine. They, they're in the the BTS army now. Yeah. Um, anyway, they got to serve their mandatory military duties under South Korean law. Uh, their management company said um, a week ago Monday, effectively ending a debate on whether they should be granted exemptions because of their artistic accomplishments. Uh, somebody told me they were gonna. It was gonna hit the. Economy of South Korea, by in the to the tune of like nine billion dollars to have them not around doing things.
2: Yeah, because I, I just thought of that too. Because my first thought was, of course, it sh- they shouldn't be exempted just because they're superstars. But um, but no, like I guess that is a question that the they sh- they they have to consider because it's a big big source of economic yeah. stuff. I don't yeah. know what the words are, but they get a lot of money from just how we export a lot of our media that's a thats a big source of income I'm sure for them
0: yeah plus I can't think of any other time where a boy band I know that they don't like to be called, I know that fans don't like that term but a band made of young boys and men uh, is not like boys a, to men like boys two men or backyard men or no what was that called <laughs> backyard men <laughs> <laughs> what was that called <laughs>
1: Backstreet Boys is
0: what I meant. There you go. <laughs> Backyard Men. Don't don't listen to Backyard Men. That's bad. I
2: think we should start our own band, our own boy band, <laughs> uh, and call it Backyard Men. I'm in. Yep.
0: Brian is in. You're in. Let's get all the uh, bill. Everybody can be a part of Backyard Men except yeah. Nicole. She'll be our manager. Anyway, uh, that we're not. That's not unusual over here. We got a lot of you know boy band experience. Um. But I don't think any have had this the sizable impact that that BTS thing has over there or here or anywhere. Like it's, yeah. it is a legitimately monstrous thing. And in a way, it's like too many eggs in one basket because when you have this law that says everybody has to go do this at a certain age, and they're willing to do it, by the way, they're like, yeah, we're, this is what we do. We, we support our country. We do it. I mean, they're not like being weird about it. They're ready to go. It's just that, when you have that many eggs in that basket economically, it it, it feels a little weird, you know. Like this would be like yeah. us. Uh, oh, if Taylor Swift stops doing music, the the U.S. government will be brought to its knees. It's weird, it's just a weird thing, you know, to have that crossover like that. But anyway, they're going, they're going. Uh, big hit music. Oh, it's big hit music. Uh, no, no, no. That's their. Sorry, that's their. That's a <laughs> BTS big hit. Big music. hit music. You know, r- rings a bell. <laughs> chat room said the actual thing where is it uh uh let's see the septet's name bts stands for the korean phrase bangtan soyanada bangtan soyanada literally meaning bulletproof boy scouts why aren't they bbs because then they'd be a bulletin board service and then yeah. they'd, they'd
2: bulletproof be... boy scouts is kind of a cool name i'm in i think
0: i think i like that too i like it better but BBS and uh, means you're going to log on with your 44k modem and download some GIFs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some
2: gifts of hot Korean
0: men. Hot, yeah, hot Korean men who have to serve in the military, making them even hotter. Anyway, uh, they're no longer going to delay this. They're going. So uh, I think BTS people are a little bit sad about it, and I wish them well. You know, I've never seen anyone stand like they do. They're the standiest yeah, yeah. of all stands. It's insane. And more power to you. I don't quite get it, but it's okay. It's like Brian's love of the Spice Girls. I don't really get it, but I respect it. And I think it's great, and he should love them. It's like me and Mad Max. Who who else talks about that thing like I do? Nobody. But it's okay. Literally nobody. Literally no one, as they say on social media too much. All right, we're <laughs> going to take a break. When we come back, Bill Duran himself will be here. We have an email for him, which we'll uh, get to. Uh, but after that... Uh, some other stuff too. So we got things coming up. Oh, and we're gonna we'll talk a little science, even though you are just here as a as a guest host today. You'll also, you know, I've I don't got know. something if you if we have time for it. I've got something. Absolutely, I think that'd be great. In the meantime, I am gonna break for a song. And boy, it would have been good if I thought of this before. What music am I gonna do today? Oh, I know what I am gonna do. I found a um, a cover. I actually, told Brian about it separately outside of the show. But I am gonna go ahead and play because I liked it so much. Uh, this is I was watching <clears throat> The Handmaid's Tale, catching up on it great show although it might they may as well call it the um what's her name this actor plays uh june can't think of her name main actor Uh, she's huge she's in lots of things can't think of her name
2: keep stalling anyway that elizabeth moss
0: elizabeth moss thank (laughs) you so much um they may as well call this show elizabeth moss stares at the camera because there's a lot of that (laughs)
2: or uh, this season Elizabeth Moss gets creepily angry yeah
0: gets really (laughs) mad and then the camera's just above her brow line and she looks all evil as she stares into the camera and then they play cool covers like this one this is Chain from The Handmaid's Tale oh come on Scott where's the actual artist I want to give credit here oh Poopy Mascoopy I can't find it we're all recently played here we go okay Uh, Chain nope Uh, that's Pink Floyd I got that up there uh, the Tarzan uh, thing. Okay, that's cool. Here we go. Uh, nope, that's Hiroshima that Brian told me about. They're awesome. Or That song's awesome. Let's see. Nowhere Generation. Well, I can't find it. So, you know, the problem with having a three-year-old around the house all the time is this is full of Disney soundtracks. And it bumps <laughs> all my stuff down. So,
2: iCor just blew my mind and said that Elizabeth Moss was... Uh, President Bartlett's daughter. On oh yeah, wing. I didn't. I forgot that.
0: Totally. That was her first big deal, and then off to Mad Men, and then uh, everything else since then. Yeah, and she's very good. She's just boy. She's yeah, she, she's sternly she's, she's sternly staring at everything now. That's her deal.
2: I th- I think this show has one this or maybe one more season because I think they're playing their last their last card, which is they're really trying to milk the most out of angry elizabeth moss
0: oh yeah get her get her get her while she's hot and i think this okay. might be it this is the final season i think season five
2: is it is it officially the? Final i don't season?
0: know if it's official i don't know it's probably probably a good time i feel like they're getting to a place but who's really good in this thing is stravinsky or whatever her name is the um blonde lady from uh, chuck <laughs> i can't think of her name yvonne stravinsky is that it she's amazing she's really good anyway Uh, we'll play this song. This is, uh, by an artist who's awesome, whose name I don't know. And, uh, it's a version of chain or the chain or break the chain or however the hell the original went from Fleetwood Mac. Uh, this is that version of that. We're going to play it now. And when we come back, bill and much more. So stick around. We'll be right back.
1: a boy hole or a girl hole or a lady hole. It's a man hole. Men go down to work there.
2: Welcome to Surfing for
0: Seniors, an introduction to the internet. The Morning Stream. I was born without a conscience. And we're back. That was uh, a chain cover from a band I don't know. (laughs) You guys Uh, will know, though. (laughs) See, now Brian leaves for a hot five minutes, and I don't know what the frick's going on with music ever. (laughs) He's really good at it, I'm bad at it. Anyway, I I know I like that song, so that's all I can tell you. All right, Bobby, uh, it's time. It's time to bring in the guy, the man, the myth. Punish Props uh, founder and uh, uh, lover of of all things making. <laughs> I can't, really, I'm just killing time while I add him to the thing. All right, here we go. Here's this deal. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us all the way from PunishProps.com. You know where that is? Well, it's somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We're not going to get specific here. Why would we do that? Uh, but it's Bill Duran joining us. Hi, Bill. How are you?
1: Hello. Just hanging out here, me and Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping... Hiding in the woods and in somewhere vaguely near seattle
0: i got a. so i got a friend i don't know if i've ever told you this guy this friend who uh don't we're not that good of friends but i know him anyway he's a professor now at brigham young university in provo kind of a big shot over there and every fall he flies up to where you live and looks for bigfoot with his dad Oh. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, I feel like somebody who believes that hard in Bigfoot, who's willing to go there every time, and they think this is the time we're gonna catch him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he shouldn't be allowed to teach at a college <laughs> level, you know. And do I don't. You think, it's, do it's, you, it's, you think
2: it's just for fun, though? There's got to be some people who just go and do that just for fun.
0: Well, having talked to him at length, he he wholeheartedly believes that Bigfoot exists and his dad is really into it and all growing up he grew up out in, in Seattle area somewhere and all growing up they were convinced of it they thought they had photos a bunch of times they bought into every sighting they heard about like they're kind of hardcore about it now could things have changed he teaches he doesn't teach anything like science or anything he teaches um it's well, advanced it's advanced <laughs> physical education i think whatever that ends up being in a college level i don't i don't know what he actually do um, advanced
2: physical hmm. education, like chasing down, tracking yeah. Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, or having lots of hair physically, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, but um, good luck to him. Anyway, uh, Bill, you've never seen anything out in the woods, right? Anything worth no. noting? Okay. No. See? I, trust I mean, Bill. I've
1: seen things in the woods, Scott, but not a <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> that's good to know um real quick i have an email
0: for you before we get going today uh you ready for this it's not what i warned you about but it's not hard either so okay here you go hi guys uh says charles did bill lose a finger making something i could have sworn (laughs) although he said i could have soared i heard it somewhere Uh, i think he meant sworn maybe you can ask him on the show love the show charles well charles would like to know have you have you lost a finger i feel like you Told us a story, but I think it was about a friend who lost.
1: His yeah, <clears throat> I still have all my fingers, thank goodness. I haven't had anything, any close, anything close to that level of danger. Yeah. I, my worst injury was a hot glue gun. I, I burned the palm of my hand with a lot of hot glue. Yeah, that's probably the worst I've done. Are you? Like- uh, but no, my buddy um, Jimmy DeResta cut off his pinky on a, a table saw um, quite a few years ago, and uh, they stuck it back on. Oh, he's still got know. he's got
0: it. Okay. Yeah. That's cool.
1: You can you can tell. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. But well, he's
1: he's pretty okay about it. That's awesome. So
0: uh yeah. you never come close as far as you know to whacking a finger off?
1: No, I'm I'm especially with things like a table saw, I am just like extremely paranoid and super safety conscious. That's good.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. So that's a uh, mm-hmm. so we have two things here. Once one, Charles, you got the wrong guy. And two, uh, be safe. Always be safe all right mm-hmm.
1: think about the best advice is think about the task you're doing right now yeah when your mind starts to wander to the next task yeah. and you stop focusing on what you're doing that's when you get hurt
0: there you have it all right mm-hmm. one final thing i wanted to mention from troy uh we got one that said hey snoot and boop i was wondering if it would be too much trouble could you please add bill's youtube recommendations to the quick site as well i'm often out walking or running and listening and forget where it was by the time i get back home Thank you both for being shining beacons of fun and frivolity. Warm regards, Troy. Uh, Yeah, we're going to start doing that. Brian's uh, set it up so that the daily uh, posts that we do there, like for recommendals, songs that Brian's played, although today I don't know what he's going to do for my horrible song selection. But anyway, um, we'll include Bill's stuff on Tuesday as well when he gives us a a YouTube recommendation. So cool. thanks for the suggestion. We're doing it. All right, Bill, let's get to the point here. You've been working on some stuff. uh, What's going on that we can be inspired about?
1: Yeah, so I'm working on a project using brass, and I wanted to talk about brass. I started using it more and more, and I want to I wanna be a brass advocate today. All right. I want to encourage more people to dip their toe in the metalworking world. Um, I really love the material. Uh, I get uh, brass from a variety of sources. So probably one of the best places to start. You ever go into a hobby store and they've got a display there of K&S brass with like tubes and yeah. I always stuff?
0: wondered about that. They're almost like dowel rods type, type looking right. brass. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, such that. a great place to start. It's mm-hmm. smaller pieces. It's thinner. It's cheap, um, and they have so many options uh, as far as shapes and and all that.
0: What is brass uh, from a from a like a metallurgic standpoint? Is it like a pure mineral? Or is it a Is it tin with a color? I don't know where brass comes from. Do you know?
1: It's um, mostly copper and zinc. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but there are different um, alloys as well and different mixtures and combinations with other stuff in there. Sure. Interesting. Um, I was just curious. uh, Other places to get it, hardware stores have some options, usually not great. You can find a lot of stuff on Amazon, but it's kind of hard to search for specifically what you want. Uh, and then there's a, I use a website called online metals and that's a metal supplier. So you can just type in the alloy, the type of metal, the size, the shape, like you can find exactly what you want there. That's uh, cool. So there's tons of options. What was that called again? Online metals. Online metals. That's cool. Yeah. All right. And it's a uh, a Seattle company too, which is great. because when I order stuff from there, it shows up the next day. Yeah. Uh, And then there's tons and tons of forms. In fact, if you go to the Online Metals website and search, you'll see a drop-down menu of all the different shapes you can get uh, in lots of different dimensions and sizes. So you can get a solid bar or rod in a variety of shapes, like round or half-round or square, rectangular, hexagon. You can get tubes of various shapes. You can get wire it, it comes in so many forms
0: Ooh, uh, you can get uh, you can get titanium from them it sounds Heck expensive. yeah yeah that's cool awesome
1: uh what's great though is like if you know kind of what you're making you can order up the material to be almost already that size and shape there's so many options out there uh the alloys um uh, if you're just getting started you probably don't need to worry too much about it um Whatever you, if you buy the brass at the hobby store, you're just going to get whatever they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do a lot of machining, though, you might want to get like um, C360. It's just a, a specific alloy that's considered good for machining.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's just worth being aware of if you're going to go buy buy brass. If you have a specific purpose, you might need to get a specific alloy.
0: Is it weird? I kind of want to buy a bar of titanium from these people. Is that weird. It's a little weird. No,
1: that? I have like there's something about a heavy. A hunk of metal. Yeah. I found like just some chunks of steel on the side of the road uh, on a walk, <laughs> and I just kept them. They're just these rusty, gnarly chunks of steel, but they're just. They're
0: I, there's just something steel. about it. I don't know what it is about big. I have an,
1: an ingot of pewter that I keep oh, have nice. on my desk. <laughs> is it part
0: of the. Uh, uh, whenever you say pewter, I think it's like the Civil War reenactment set, only available from
1: <laughs> whatever
0: whatever i was always commercials for that when i was growing up oh yeah
1: ingots ingots are awesome i want more things stored in ingots same yeah you
0: know that's why you like factorio so much you're making ingots all day <laughs> that's right yeah, yeah it's good stuff uh anyway
1: now the reason i wanted to encourage people to get into working with brass is that because it's actually easier than you might think especially if you're working with something smaller or thinner um some of the thinner sheets of brass you could just cut with tin snips Mm -hmm. Um, You can do a lot of the work you might need to do with pretty basic tools. A rotary tool will help you uh, grind or shape or drill holes or even cut your metal. Uh, And then you can attach it all with solder. You can just use, uh, there's all sorts of different ways to solder. And if you want to solder brass or braze brass, you should look it up. But you can basically just glue metal together with other metal. And it's really fun (laughs) and very satisfying. I'll bet. Oh my
0: gosh. So, so, uh, um, does it rust? Does brass rust or is that the it point? It will of... tarnish,
1: okay. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. it'll be more of a greenish tarnish. Is that but what happened uh,
0: yeah. to the, um, they always talk about how the, the original Statue of Liberty was, was, uh, what color It's green now. So it Oh, it's
1: copper. Yeah. It was copper. originally more like an orangey copper. But yeah. Then it now it's all weird right and away. green. And when
0: you yeah. see that original, um, version of it in a color photograph, which are rare, But if you see that, it's shocking. It's like, is that even Mm -hmm. the same damn thing? And also, I just want to tell everybody, I don't know if you've noticed this, if you zoom in and crop out just the face of uh, Lady Liberty, she looks like Elvis. She has a little bit. Yeah. Just something I noticed. I don't know what the French were doing, but, you know, thanks for the (laughs) gift.
2: Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, You said uh, gluing things, gluing metal with other metal. Isn't that, am I wrong about this? Isn't that essentially what welding is is taking two pieces of metal and turning them into one piece
1: right welding does do that brazing does not brazing uh, the filler material does not melt the base material at all so it is Mm. closer to a glue whereas welding will melt the base material and the filler material and they will become the same piece of material interesting so um yeah brazing is way easier you need just a blowtorch and some solder Um, And it's actually surprisingly strong, but it's not going to give you the same strength as a weld. But if you're making, like, little sculptures out of brass? And that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, One of my very favorite things you can do with brass is you can etch it with acid. It's friggin' awesome. You basically make a stencil on your brass or a resist of some kind that will block the acid. And then you dunk it in ferric chloride and it will just eat away everything else. Uh, This is a great way to make really tiny, intricate things out of brass. In fact, this is the way a lot of pieces were made for spaceship model parts, excuse me, for old, from when mo- they did that to make movies. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> they would make really intricate little pieces and panels out of brass that were really thin by acid etching it. That's so, cool.
0: Have you have you done any of that yet? Is that something you're going to do? I sure
1: have. Yeah? My, uh, I made a Hellboy bullet, and the casing is made out of brass, and to put the text on the back of it, I made a little stencil and uh, soaked that part in acid. And nice. it etched the letters into it. And it looks so legit! If you
0: decided to go full serial killer, you'd have all the cool stuff you need. You know that? You'd have everything. You got all the acid. <laughs> you got, like, weird tools. You got metal crap you could use. You got lots scary of plastic, swords.
1: Lots of plastic cheating. And- <laughs> yeah,
0: but you, I mean, you know, you put yourself in your, I don't know, your, your N7 freaking armor, you'd be p- pretty formidable. Show up, in, <laughs> show up in some grandma's garage and You know, I don't know. You're you're ready to go is all I'm saying. I'm not saying you need to fall back on that, but it's Halloween. We can dream. All right, (laughs) (laughs) perfect response. Uh, All right, Uh, very cool. So so end game is what for this? What are your what are your big what are your big plans? What are you gonna? So I'm
1: building this um, this brass butterfly from uh, Arcane, and I'll have to do a bunch of different operations. I'll do some machining. I'll do some turning on the lathe. Uh, and I'm going to be doing some bra- some soldering as well. I got some of those some of the tubes. I got they're are round tubes. They all nest perfectly into one of one another. They're telescoping. Yeah, It's really neat. So I'll use those to make the legs. It's going to be fun.
0: That's very cool. I can't wait to see it. Uh, sounds like a video forthcoming. So uh, keep your eyes oh, yeah. on punishprops.com, you guys, because that will show up there. All right, the aforementioned bonus link. Uh, what got do you have for us this week?
1: Uh, this is an older video that Adam Savage made over on Tested. He made a watering can out of brass. And if so if you're interested in learning about working with brass, it's a great video to watch. He takes flat sheets and folds them and bends them and solders them together and makes a watering can. And it's very enlightening.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I heard they were, uh, they finally, the podcast ended. Is that true? Yeah.
1: Oh, Aww. yeah. The, this is only a test. It's hit its run. It, they did like 10 years of them or something. Yeah, it was a long time.
0: Uh, they, I really enjoyed that show. Sad to hear it was going, but uh, oh, yeah. pretty cool. Uh, yeah, go check that out. The uh, the Tested uh, YouTube channel still going strong, and uh, oh yeah, you guys can go check out what Adam is doing over there. Who looks like he's in great shape these days. I need to find out what he's eating. I gotta
1: get, gotta get on that. <laughs> Having seen him in the last couple of months, I would say that Adam is doing great.
0: Yeah, it seems like he's doing great.
1: Uh, well, there you go.
0: It's uh, Bill Duran, everybody. And forget, or don't forget, uh, t- type punishprops.com into your browser and then then bookmark it because there's always something cool going on over there or mm-hmm. subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's that simple. Bill Duran, everybody. Punishprops.com. Bill, have a good one. We'll talk to you later. See you later. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut him <laughs> off. I try not to cut off Bill, he's not my, you know not my favorite to cut off but i did yeah uh all right too nice of a guy that's right he is too nice of a guy also another nice guy is this other guest we have on on this day that happens to be sitting here co-hosting with us so we're just gonna play his theme anyway because you're here why not science we're gonna do a little science hey bobby what did you bring what science experiment uh do you have now (laughs) um i am gonna talk about an experiment a paper that was written
2: um Gotta ask you a question first, though. Go. What do you know about how science, like in the media, has treated video games and kids?
0: Uh, science or
2: like, like how is it portrayed in the media? This the, the science behind and and how and the connection between video games and kids.
0: Well, even when there's a positive story about science and gaming and how it either affects people or. Imp- you know, even if it's a positive story, let's say about problem solving. Okay. Yeah. I've seen these before. Even when they do that, it's still draped in. It's still introduced. Like you might think video games are just a waste of time or, uh, ruining your kids' lives or rotting their brains. But a new study suggests they always frame it like that.
2: Right. 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 Assuming, assuming that the, the connection between video games and kids is somehow negative negative. Um, You're right, but but like,
0: here's a spin that's positive somehow. Like that's how they always spin it. I hate it. It's annoying.
2: Yeah, it always started like with with there's some connection between violence and or like behavioral or anger issues or something like that, and and then more recently it's about depression, it's just generally rotting your brain. And then you know there's a uh, screen time issues and limitations that are a big deal right now, which there is a, some evidence about that. So I don't want to say that that last thing is is necessarily wrong or anything. But the point is that when it comes to video games, there's always this negative sort of association, right? Right, right. Um, well, there's a, a, a study that recently was done. It was a study of almost 2,000 children in the U.S. that showed that those who reported playing video games for three or more hours per day performed better on certain cognitive skills
0: tests than kids who did not play video games at all. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good. But see you didn't start it with uh video games. Are they a hellscape or are they good? Well, a new study. Yeah. See, so you didn't do that part. But without that part, this is actually pretty compelling. I'm interested in why the why the time. Why three hours? Why not something else? Why is that's that? That's a the
2: good baseline? question. Um the reason that they chose three hours a day, because they did break up the participants into only two groups. Um it was children who Reported not playing any v- video games and then children who played video games for three or more hours a day. And yeah. the reason that they chose that benchmark uh, or that threshold was because it exceeds the current American Academy of Pediatrics guidelines for, for video game do- time for kids of that age. Because the recommendation is one to two hours a day. Yeah. And so they wanted to pick something that was beyond that because they were kind of trying to 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 test the threshold to see if there was anything interesting going on, anything to look at, something that was definitely beyond the recommendation that we could say, is, what are we seeing beyond that recommendation? Mm. Um, and uh, and they found that there might be some. So, what did the what? How did the study actually work? Was they? It was done at the University of Vermont, Burlington, which. Oh the, they made, they
0: got the coat factory there the Burlington coat Yeah factory.
2: yeah yeah that's where yeah. they do they do coat science. Oh fantastic. Good stuff there, yeah. Jacket science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they uh or or hats. It, you always go there you see, always see the fedoras being sold
0: there. Yeah, but now but now knowing I can go there and find out how video games are good for me. That's really exciting. yeah Yeah.
2: So they analyzed data from 9- and 10-year-olds that were in the ABCD study, which is the Adolescent Brain Cognitive Development Study. Mm. And uh, what this was is uh, there's a bunch of... So so there will be studies that are done like this where they, they find a l- very large group of kids and they get a bunch of volunteers to... Or not just kids. It, it'll happen in all t- sorts of different age groups. But it's this idea of you get a large population... And you get them to all come in and fill out this big, massive survey, and then those people are going to be followed up on over a number of years, right? These yeah. these long, they're called
0: longitudinal studies, right?
2: And um, and oh, so I that's didn't what know I this didn't know they is. had
0: a term for that. That's interesting. Never heard of that.
2: Yep, it's a longitudinal study. It's a mm-hmm. it's um it's just, is
0: there a latitudinal yeah. study as well? Like does it go both <laughs> ways? Latitude and longitude. No,
2: that's where um, I can't think of anything to, <laughs> funny to say in response to that, so yeah, I'm just going to move. That's past totally it. fine. Um, <laughs> you can move right by. It's totally good. Um, so it's the Adolescent Brain Cognitive Development Study. They had a bunch of kids that came in and filled out a bunch of surveys, and they follow up with them with more more um, surveys, with more um, testing that's done, cognitive testing, fMRI testing that's done, and, and with these kids, they they took some of the they took two thousand. Uh, kids from this study, ages 9 to 10, and they, uh, like I said, broke them up into two groups. No video games at all, according to the survey that they did, and kids who did, who had three or more hours a day of video games.
0: It's a pretty big sample size, have, by the way, and that seems big. like more Yeah, than it is. I expect so you they to say it was like 28 kids in a room, and it's not. It's much bigger than that.
2: It's 2,000, in this which is a lot, which gives the study strength. Uh, I agree. Because there's, there's more more data to look at and so they evaluated their performance on two tasks one uh task reflected their ability to control impulse behavior and another one uh another one tested their ability to memorize information um they also while they were doing these activities uh would look at brain activity and fmri um not while they're playing video games but while they're testing these uh, these tasks about impulse control and about memorization and the results were that like I said children w- in the video games group were faster and more accurate on both of the cognitive tasks mm and um in the fmri results which are so an fmri for anybody who doesn't know is just a brain imaging they can look at what's happening inside the brain
0: while they're uh, going right they're they're hooked up yeah, to the yeah it's time.
2: and that's the that's the cool thing about an fmri is you can look at what's actively happening inside the brain where activity is during a task right um and uh they found high activity in regions associated with attention and memory uh which makes sense cuz they were doing a memory task right they saw, and it was higher activity in the video games group. In the video games group, they also saw higher activity in frontal brain regions, which are parts of the brain where more cognitively difficult tasks are, are processed. Okay, right? right. In the front of your brain, which again, impulse control is a cognitively challenging task. Um, and so the really interesting thing, though, was they saw lower activity in the video games group in regions related to vision. Oh, weird. Yeah. And, um, such
0: it's such a majorly visual medium. That surprises
2: exactly. me. Exactly. And so they speculate because, so one thing to know is that low activity in a brain region does not mean that there's a deficit necessarily. Um, it just means that there's lower activity. So you got to wonder why that is. And they speculate, they don't know this for sure, but they speculate that it could be because there's so much video game playing going on, which is a very visual task, that the brain may be more efficient at processing visual information. It may have learned efficiency.
0: Hmm. That's interesting. So, So, did they say what what, kind of games the kids played? Did they get into that? They did
2: not. That's one of the things that I would like to know more about is what kinds of games. Because certainly you, of course, know and I'm sure most listeners know that there's a lot of different genres that have different Probably have different demands.
0: Oh yeah, like lots. If if this is just kids all playing, you know, Call of Duty, uh, that's less interesting to me than if it was a mix of things and there were some puzzle games, maybe some point-and-click adventure games where puzzle solving is front and center all the time, or you know, that's that sort of thing, more narrative-driven. Like I would love to know what that part of this was. That was my and that could
2: be maybe a follow-up study is looking at. So now we know these things. Now let's just look at gamers in general and let's look at the differences between the types of games that they play maybe there's differences there no JC Calhoun asks no they did not measure how leet of a gamer they were
0: um, <laughs> oh leetness wasn't measured this is a t- no, croc no. study that's going to be a follow up study to leetness great great also uh, you know I'd love to know if <laughs> I don't know how you do this study but companies game publishers and, and developers are always trying to find ways to cut uh, back toxicity in especially multiplayer mm-hmm. games and um, it's a struggle right that's hard to do and you can do a lot of different kind yeah. of uh, tricks and stuff to get people to do certain things I've been playing a lot of Overwatch 2 and you know they've got a couple of things going on there one is they've got AI and analyzing um, toxic behavior and then coming up with some yeah. models based on that No, I don't know what they're going to do with that machine learning but that's one thing uh, they also have the endorsement system at the end of a match you can endorse your fellow players if they thought they did a good job or whatever so there's like these little subtle right. things here and there but games like that league of legends other competitive style games notorious for this problem i'd be curious about like if any of this study leads to further studies to try to trap down some of that like what what is it about this stuff that brings out that behavior? Is it purely an age range thing and kids are just stupid at that age? Or like, what are those factors? That's fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, and I think it's definitely going to lead to more studies because that's one of the things that the paper emphasizes is that this is just sort of, it's seeing something interesting. They're very careful to say, hey, this we can't draw any conclusions about this. This is definitely not saying that if you let your kids play for three or more hours a day, they're going to have more cognitive skills first of all the arrow of causality is not clear here it could be that if you already score well on these cognitive tasks maybe you're drawn to video games yeah Um. and so it could just be that kids who play video games are already performing really well cognitively and, and on memory tasks and everything yeah and this just um, works
0: that muscle not muscle but you know what I mean that's just like yeah, yeah, already exactly. a thing so, they do sure
2: so, so we don't know what's going on there. We, you have to, if you want to look at causality, you have to, because, that's these longitudinal studies that just look at like survey data and find correlations with, with, you know, these these tests and brain scans and everything. They they can't really look at causality because it's such a large population, and it was just data that's being collected, and they're just looking for connections.
0: I want the and next so, test to be. I want the next study to be why are uh, uh, tower defense games inherently bad. Because they are, they're bad, <laughs> and I'd like to know why. I'd like to understand yeah. that better. Yeah, uh, no offense. That, to that
2: me. would be really good for science to answer. Yeah,
0: I think so. I, you know what? I don't know what they're sitting around doing, but that's the next thing. Get on that, guys. Uh, all right. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, I love this stuff. Even when you're hosting, it's just as good. It's good.
2: One one thing, actually, I just um, thought of. They another interesting thing is that speaking of what the media usually says about video games, they did find that there was no correlation between um, lots of video game time and violence, aggression, or depression.
0: Yeah, most studies Uh, up to this point have pointed the other direction that it might show. uh, They
2: they did find that there was a small increase, but it wasn't statistically significant. So in in science terms, that basically means if it's not statistically significant, then then it's not considered very much. So, and I think that makes sense to me because mm-hmm. any studies that would have shown a correlation, and I'm not saying that there ever were studies that showed a correlation, but any studies that would have shown um, any kind of a correlation with, say, depression or or any mental health stuff is probably was probably very self selective. As video games become and are now and are now very ubiquitous among kids, everybody plays video games or adults kids, for that matter, sure or or definitely. Um, as they become more ubiquitous and, and everybody's doing it, you're going to see better data. I agree. Because it's yeah. not just going to be a certain self-selecting group of kids who who are who are playing video games.
0: Here. Now, that that being said, that will not stop some people from saying, we found out that the shooter had played Doom once. That stuff's still well, going to happen. It still happens, right? So. Yeah, and it's <laughs> st- as stupid now as it was then because everybody's played Doom. Guess what? I haven't killed anybody. No one. Not a soul. Well, except that hooker yeah. in Vegas that one year. But other than that, oh, yeah. well, I shouldn't have but said the, that the, out loud.
2: You, yeah, that had nothing to do with you. Were playing Doom with them.
0: Yeah, I was playing Doom. It wasn't even. They weren't even. A, they weren't even working that night. We were just playing. <laughs> right. We were playing a land game, and you know, one thing led to another, and that's all I. That's all I can tell you. Uh, just kidding. Nobody write that down or call me. It's all made up. It made the whole thing up. All right. Let's move on. Uh, nicely done, though. Uh, let's get out of here. Before we do, a couple of things. Play Retro Show is tonight. Uh, Play Retro happens at 3.30 Mountain Time, where we do it live. Me and Brian Dunaway will be covering the Resident Evil series today as part of our Halloween lineup for the month of retro gaming. Uh, we did Splatterhouse last week and uh, Alone in the Dark the week before that. So uh, we get to the big boy now. We're going with Resident Evil, at least up till Code Veronica. We're not going past that. It's all the, uh, you know, tank control third-person stuff uh, that we're hitting from the PlayStation 1 up through Dreamcast era. So uh, if you want to uh, listen to that, we'll be doing it live at 3.30 Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv. Or if you like the podcast version better, that's no problem either. That'll go up right after and is available wherever you get your shows. Speaking of which, Bobby has a science show that he should tell people about right now. Bobby, tell me more.
2: Well, it's called All Around Science. And let me tell you, if you're listening to this, sometimes it's hard to remember to go. And and I know it's happening to a lot of you. You're you're listening to the show on Tuesdays. You hear me talk about the show and you think, I'm going to go and subscribe to that show. And then you forget. Yeah. Stop what you're doing. Go right now. Yeah. Open up your podcast app. Look for all around science mm-hmm. and just subscribe. That w- maybe you don't pl- have time to listen this week, but it'll be there. Mm-hmm. Comforting thought that your science episodes will just be delivered to you magically through the magic of the internet, automatically every week. Um, but yeah, all around science every week we just talk about science stuff, fun stuff that that we want to talk about in science. This past week we talked about leaded gasoline.
0: Oh right. Yeah, yeah. If you live in where my wife's my wife's hometown, you're just now getting unleaded, so you know all about the lead. Is that leaded. true? No, it's not true at all. Okay, I just like to make fun. I always say, I was they, about
2: to say, I think that they may have been breaking some federal law. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no. In the uh, the two jokes around here are they just got unleaded gasoline, and they're all seeing uh, Temple of Doom this weekend because it finally made it to theaters there. <laughs> Which is just a way of saying they're behind the times. That's all. That's funny. But uh, the
2: that. the leaded gasoline story is really interesting. But we talk about why was why did they take lead out of gasoline? Why was it in there in the first place? Mm. Um, and the the whole story is full of like corporate intrigue, stories of greed and and uh and a one man who was trying to reveal the truth about leaded gasoline it's a it's a cool story
0: yeah so check it out all around science wherever you get your podcast this just in everybody this just in if i can find it we just got a text i have a question for bobby says an anonymous sender would he mind still taking the occasional shadow run 5e questions
2: That's a weird question to get on this show. Yeah, are you keeping
0: <laughs> up with the uh the Shadow Run? I know you're, you know, for a while there you were a uh, you were Well,
2: uh, f- well, it's in 6th edition right now. I know that. And I I I have not been following the 6th edition and I I I I'm I'm happy to listen to questions. I just might not have an answer for you.
0: Yeah, if you don't um, have if you've got questions, ask them. Doesn't mean you're getting for, get for those industry.
2: who don't know. My my forway, foray into content creation years ago was uh, was I made a bunch of content in the Shadowrun tabletop role playing game um, for fifth edition Shadowrun. I made a bunch of videos teaching people how to how the rules worked.
0: Yeah, which is a, you know which is good. Uh, you should go check it out. Uh, we got another one that someone just says, "Hey Burnham, Burnham." So I guess hey. there's that hey man what 's up? Uh, that is it for today 's show. Uh, big thanks everybody for listening and huge thanks to Bobby for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it, man. Thanks again
2: yeah, of course I yeah. love it.
0: It was awesome uh we will uh, we'll see what tomorrow brings. Hopefully Brian is feeling better uh, if not, you might get Bobby twice. who knows, but if not uh we 'll have Brian back and you know look uh bug him send him uh, send him your your online love and your uh, your what i don 't mean Bobby i mean I mean Brian. And uh, you tell him you hope he feels better, all right? Because that'll help. I'm sure there's science behind that. You know, science. Uh, social media posts will make your flu go away. That's my understanding, and I stand by that science. I have nothing to. Sh- I have no papers to show in support of it, though. Uh, in the meantime, though, please support us at our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TMS. Super easy to find and go and check out. There's lots of reasons to be there. Will you be one of the reasons we do? Wait, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, without you, we can't have a show, so go do it. That's patreon.com slash TMS for all other things you might need. You'll find them at frogpants.com slash TMS. I think that's going to do it. I'm going to play some kind of uh, Africa cover here on the way out, I think. I think that's what, what? we're doing today. I know. That
2: is really
0: I out of it's character weird. for It's you. out of character. It's out of, it's out of pocket. It's all, it's out, I'm out of everything. Uh, so it's cause I didn't plan today for music at all. I didn't even think about it. So, but I like Africa. So I'm gonna do that. Maybe it'll be that KK slider one that everyone hates. Good news is you can <laughs> skip it. So anyway, that'll, that'll all happen. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow with more TMS. We'll see you then. show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com i'm here to help